Welcome back to the Crossover Podcast, sure you get comics, pop culture, and sports, and today we're going to be talking about a little bit of sports as we will be doing week 14 in the National Football League. I am your host, Matt Metropolitans. I will be joined by the Brothers Metropolitans, Craig Metropolitans, and Bill Metropolitans, and collectively we have the three worst last names in all of podcasting. Uh, How's it going, Craig? Fine. I don't care what Seattle calls their hockey team. <laughs> I, I, well, I'm actually somewhat invested in it if they're going to call it the Metropolitans, which, considering we currently have a division named the Metropolitans, and oh God, it, it would just be so dumb to call them the the Metropolitans with about a dozen much better names sitting on. The well, table. the totems is stupid. Don't don't do that. Oh God, yes, absolutely, do not do that. Um. Yeah, it's just, if they go with Metropolitans, I firmly believe that it would be the worst nickname for a team in North American sports since the Ottawa Rough Riders in a nine-team league picked the same nickname as a team that already existed in the the said nine-team league. Uh, Good on you, though. Love Seattle. Love having a hockey team in Seattle. That's going to be great. Uh, Bill Needles is also here. How's it going, Bill? Just fine. Thank you, Matt. All right. Um... So, a bit of a rough week for... Actually, I had a decent week. Um, you guys, a little, little bit off. You trusted Carolina. That that, that was your down. That nah, was a huge mistake. Yeah, huge mistake. I did not. I said, I'm going to take Tampa Bay and screw you guys. Here's the thing. <laughs> Carolina didn't even lose for the reason you thought they might. It's true. Because, like, oh, they might lose because, okay, maybe they give up 48 points. Like, yeah. I don't think I really thought of... Cam Newton turns it over four times. Yeah, as was, one of the options. That was strange. Uh, yeah, we, we he certainly had. If you looked at the two lines, if you did the whole player A, player B line, you'd have been like, "Well, I'm going to guess that the four interceptions belongs to Jameis Winston," and they would have been like, <laughs> "You are wrong, Cam Newton," and you'd have been like, "No!" It's just, yeah, they, they definitely swap spirits or bodies for for one afternoon. <laughs> In that particular day, but uh, we are going to try to bounce back, and there are some very, very interesting and juicy, dare I say juicy, lines uh, this week. Um, I will not be sharing said enthusiasm for the Thursday night football game, however. No, <laughs> no one is enthusiastic about this football <laughs> game. Um, Jacksonville heads to Tennessee. Tennessee pulls a game just out of their ass. Shameful. Shameful the way the Jets blew that game. Absolutely shameful. I called my brother and I let him know that he, he that, like, honestly, I, I, I text my brother, Jets fans, and I, you know, it's been mentioned many times on the podcast that I have the Tennessee under, and it's just, it's it's been, week to week, it's it's just been a whole roller coaster of emotions. But I, I was, I, I like, I honestly thought that I should have been legally allowed to to go into the Jets locker room and just hold out my hand, and they would, and everybody on the team just had to give me a dollar and just and say they're sorry, <laughs> just be like, sorry, sorry, we're sorry, we're very sorry, <laughs> just so I would have my fifty two dollars back or whatever I put on on Tennessee, because God, which may still come through, but man, they got to. I think you're still going to be okay. That Titans team isn't very good. They're not good. They do have some some cream puff matchups coming up including this Jacksonville team who I'm I'm not sure this is cream puff like yeah I mean like 
Well, if, what, are we expecting the Jags' defense to play against the Colts on Sunday? Because if so, that's that's a tough game to win. That's true. I, I mean, the Jags, Jacksonville coming off. A, I mean, other than the Bills Vikings game, like, uh, do you have a game off the top of your dome that was more bizarre than the Colts getting shut out against Jacksonville? Uh, Tampa Bay winning at the Superdome, putting true. up forty-eight. Very true. That was the week one, though. We Every year we talk about, like, there's always the throw-off-the-scent game, and, and quite clearly it was Tampa going into the Superdome and <laughs> scoring a shitload of points and winning. Um, we'll come back to that because those two teams are facing each other this week. Uh, Tennessee minus 4.5 at home on a Thursday night matchup. I think you got to take Tennessee here. What do you say, Bill? Uh, the only reason I would want to take Tennessee is you're, you're looking at a Thursday matchup. I think Jacksonville's a much better team. I think Jacksonville... Uh, you know what? I, I think I take Jacksonville. I think I take the take the away team here, even on a Thursday. And, and the reason is I just think Tennessee's really bad. They're just bad. Jacksonville has at least shown a few signs of life this year. I'm not sure you can say that about Tennessee. No, I, I want the Titans. I, yeah. I, I just, here's the thing. Yeah. Jacksonville played that really good game on Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. They scored six. Yeah. <laughs> right? Against yeah. Colts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they got six. So, I'm not, uh, I, I'm, I'm just, I don't. This is this isn't going to be one of my five. I'm not putting actual money in this game. I'm going to try to avoid watching this football game. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm, that I. I, I think that I will work. Yeah, yeah. It really puts you in a corner when it's Thursday, though, right? Yeah, there's a lot of four days. William Nealand are coming back. The Leafs are playing tomorrow night, so I'm just yeah. going to focus on that. And not wor- and I'm going to pretend football's not even on. <laughs> yeah, like I, but my my Thursday ritual is I usually because most of the time I have like kind of the the closed shift uh, where I work and I, I get home around eight 30, which is around the time the game's starting and I PVR it. Right? And I, I get home and I, I, I save it for myself. So, you know, I turn off all my social media and whatnot and I go, I go and I, I go on the bike for about an hour and then I catch a shower. And by the time I'm ready to sit down in front of the actual game, the game is actually about probably in, you know, the start of the third quarter, midway through the third quarter. And I, you know, I can fast forward through the commercials and get caught up usually just in time for halfway through the fourth. And, you know, I don't watch punts and sort of a thing. I will not be doing any such thing for this particular, of that for this particular game. I don't give a crap what the heck is going on in, in this game other than I just hope Jacksonville ends up winning somehow. But I don't think they will because I would, if I were to bet money on this game, I, I thought long and hard about making Tennessee one of my five. I really did. Ultimately, they did not make the cut, but I, uh, they, they were uh, a fringe for me. Uh, all right, let's head into Sunday night. And first up, the aforementioned Jets, who who should owe me an apology. I If, if the Jets Twitter account is willing to uh, send me an apology at Empire 6 on Twitter, because I deserve it. Shameful, shameful what they did. They're heading to Buffalo to take on the Bills. The Bills, minus three and a half point favorites against an actual NFL team, Craig. Uh, are they against an NFL team? Uh <laughs> Well, let me tell you something right now. Hmm. Scott Hansen. Yeah. Do not show this game. You got to do it. Yeah, you, you got to. Like, do it. Uh, what? What are like? Just, just don't do this. Yeah. Uh, I guess the Jets, but yeah. why? Yeah. Like, why would you do this? Honestly, there's... if you're not a Bills fan or a Jets fan, and you watch this game, mm. you might have a gambling problem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, why? Even if you are a Bills fan or a Jets fan, 
Why are you doing this to yourself? We we talked a lot about uh, the Rams Saints game and how it got to sixty one and a half or whatever for the over under in in the National Football League in an actual NFL game. There there was an over under, a couple over unders this year that were sixty plus mm-hmm. thirty eight on this game. Jets Buffalo over under thirty eight. <laughs> which means they're yeah. which means they're looking for like a like a 14 10 17 10 to, you know 21 21 10 at the high end right like, 21 17 yeah That's the, 21 17 is the under yeah uh yeah <laughs> awful yeah anything no. to add to this one bill Take the points and don't watch the game <laughs> yeah just hold your nose all right yeah i guess anyway moving on the game uh this line is is fascinating to me, actually. I'm interested to see which side you guys land on for this one. Uh, Carolina, reeling, lost four in a row, looked like my over-under bet was dead in the water, and it is now looking quite healthy. And, and like, if they lose one more game, I at least get a push. And Carolina, by the way, still has two games against the Saints. So yep. there's that. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm off the map. And the Saints got to win. they got to keep the pressure on the Rams. The Saints exactly. got to win. Um, Carolina heading to Cle- they do have the week 17 matchup which right now looks like it will st- it will count thanks to that uh, yep. little New Orleans loss unless to the, the unless actually yeah the only way it won't count is if the Rams lose twice the rest of the year mm-hmm. yeah um, I feel like that's not going to happen it's I agree um, Carolina reeling head to Cleveland who have been spunky as of late and Carolina is laying a point and a half on the road Bill. Guys, you know what? I think I take Cleveland here. Mm. Uh, I think I take them at home and just say and count on them to to get a W out of this. Carolina's been pretty hit and miss. Um, I, I, you don't get many opportunities to bet on Cleveland, so here we go. Uh, I'm I love the Browns this week. Yeah, I think this is I think this is a great spot for the Browns this week. Um, I'm I'm really into this, and this is the other thing. And look, I know that. Uh, but if you're in a situation where perhaps you're in a league where you're, 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 the quarterback pool is shallow, I love Baker Mayfield this week. Carolina's pass defense is bad. The Cleveland defense, uh, Cleveland offense rather, has looked pretty good since they realized that Hugh Jackson sucks at coaching football. Hmm. Um, they've done some smart and interesting things. Uh, it's not like we're not talking about Saints or Chiefs or Rams level smart and interesting things, but still, it's it's good. Um, I think that the Browns are going to really light up Carolina. So yeah, no, take uh, take Cleveland. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I'm 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 staring at Cleveland. I think they could actually outright win this game. To be perfectly, I honest agree. With you. Uh, so. I, I hey, it's only I've only got the, the line at one. Yeah, uh, Carolina minus one. So mm. if you don't think Cleveland can win, don't bet Cleveland. But I think Cleveland can really win. Yeah, I I, I absolutely do. Now, you know. Carolina make uh, come out and there may be a vintage Cam Newton performance and he might be doing that thing where he he runs for a first down and does like the double point while he struts around and then scores a touchdown and does the whole Superman thing and like that stuff can still happen but I mean man Cleveland is no longer a team I think you have to be afraid of taking even though the line is not that short and like they're getting some of the gambling adages of the home dog I mean it's not a high line but I mean they're a home dog that I think can outright win this game so the three of us like Cleveland so uh yeah, there's that. Um, next up, a game with a very, very interesting line, in my opinion. Atlanta, who suck, are heading to Green Bay, who also suck. And Green Bay is laying five after having just fired Mike McCarthy. 
Joe Philbin. May I, I, I was going to say, like, do, do they are they laying more points because of McCarthy not being there? Then I realized that Joe Philbin's the new head coach. Yeah. That... <laughs> right? Like, um, yeah, because the thing that's weird to me about this one is this should be three. This line should be three. So I think if you're if, if they're getting a two point bump, I I believe in this scenario Vegas is 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 predicting that Aaron Rodgers is just finally out from the blanket of Mike McCarthy and is is just gonna go and and light up the Falcons who are you know not great against the pass and shit. But this line should be three because these teams are not great. Uh, how do you feel about this, uh, Bill? Minus five. I think I take Atlanta here. I, I don't think one of these teams has proven themselves to be significantly better than the other. Um, so go ahead and give me the points. Like I think this ball is going to get tossed around quite a bit. I think these are two teams that are vulnerable against the pass. Um, at the end of the day, maybe Rodgers gets a win out of it because he generally does. But I'll take those points. That looks good to me. Craig, anything to add? Uh, all I'm going to add is that Mike McCarthy is not a good NFL coach, but there was no reason for the Packers to fire in the middle of the season. Yeah, oh I, don't, I don't understand what they gained from that. Yeah, they. Uh, well, I think it was just because of the flat-out embarrassment. That sure, that no, I was like, like, was right. Yeah, you, you know, the guy's losing his job anyway, mm-hmm. and like, it's not like you get a chance to like take. Oh, I wonder what Joe Philbin's like as a head coach and get a chance to take a look. Like, who cares? He's not your guy. Yeah. Um, Did you see the like? Uh, the Fox panel try to dissect that in the middle of the the four o'clock games after it after it because uh, oh. it, it got announced early at like basically they Troy Aikman said something similar to what I just did which is yeah you know McCarthy's made the playoffs a bunch he's won the Super Bowl you're not going anywhere this year why are you firing him this season why yeah. why can't just just fire him after week seventeen but yeah anyway. I, I I I agree with you I mean obviously it was just that they clearly had told him that you're you know as you know step into my office you're fucking fired but uh they obviously they knew they were gonna hire him it's just 14 point favorites outright losing to the arizona cardinals in lambo I, I i think that they were just like i cannot abide by by that like we just we can't go into the next game with him uh, yeah no I, I, the sidelines I, yeah. after a loss like that but i, I agree the the like the fox panel of of uh you know friggin Terry Bradshaw on them. Like, Bradshaw was nuts. Like, like Bradshaw was... There's this old college humor sketch where the the, the premise of the sketch is the person who's, who's just way too embarrassed about everything. And in the sketch, somebody tells a story about how they, you know, fell down during a comedy routine. And Katie Maravich, who's one of the characters, like, over the top is just like, oh my god, that's so embarrassing for you. I can't believe it. I mean, they would have recorded it and then said, told their friends and now thousands of people know that you fell... And, you know, obviously the joke was that they were way over the top. And Bradshaw in that moment was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe the Packers are doing this. This is so embarrassing. And, like, <laughs> they're the Green Bay Packers. So you can't fire Mike McCarthy. In the middle. Like, it was just – I was laughing my ass off just because it reminded me of that, that bizarre college humor sketch. God, um, can you hazard a bet on this one, though, Craig? Minus five? I mean, I have this kind of as a stay away because I don't know what the hell the state of the I, I agree. Uh, some books are offering um, six points here. Um <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, no, I, 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 am not touching this game with ten foot pole. I'm, I'm interested. I'm very interested to see what Green Bay's offense though looks like this week. Very curious to yeah. see. Um, because on like, Aaron Jones, like Aaron Rodgers is begging for more Aaron Jones early yeah. in the year, and eventually he gets it. And oh, it turns out that was a good idea. Um, 
I, I don't know. Like if 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 anything undid McCarthy this season, it might have been that. Um, so I'm interested to see what Green Bay's offense really looks like. I don't think we're going to see as many of those Jamal Jamal Williams carries up the middle for two yards. I think I, if if I'm gonna, I have this as a stay away, but I think if I were to hazard a bet, I think I'm, I'm more into Green Bay. Like Aaron Rodgers just has a vintage Aaron Rodgers game and just throws like four touchdowns and does all the Aaron Rodgers things. It's just like, see, it was McCarthy the whole time, right? You know that that sort of thing. Um, I'm leaning more towards that than Atlanta going into Lambeau and having a good good game because they've been terrible. And as previously discussed, they've gotten weird gambling. The weird respect from the gambling community yes. over the last yeah. few weeks, and and not getting it this week. Yeah, and have not earned any of it. Uh, next up, a particularly juicy matchup: the Indianapolis Colts are heading to Houston to play the Houston Overs. Oh yeah, nine in a row, baby, hitting that over. Really, boy, zero and three, zero and three. Who would have thought after they went? 0 How much 3, money I would need the minimum? <laughs> I, I was just going to say, yeah. how much money. On, in week three, mm. if whoever you made that bet with came to you and said, Pierce, we'll let you undo that bet. We'll let you say, you yeah, know what? We'll we'll buy you that out bet or... Yeah, we're going to buy you out. But you have to, money, you like have to leave Black us Jack, right? half the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. surrender. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to give us half the money. Yeah. You would have done it. Oh, I, I probably... Well, I don't know. I would have been like... Uh, 0-3, I'm like, you can recover from this. We've seen crazier crap. I definitely don't think I would have needed the minimum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, actually, they're going to just get my nine wins the next ten weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I definitely wouldn't have thought that, but I would have been like, I don't want to just – because, man, they, I, what was the week three loss? I remember the week three loss was bad. So, I, I, you know what? I probably would have off the strength of the week three. Oh, it was the Giants at home. They lost to the Giants at home, right? And and the Giants were both were zero and two heading into that matchup too. So yeah. yeah, I think that was the night game too, and just like well, yeah, wasn't good. Yeah, I I so it's it's a possibility that if you'd have come up to me and allowed me to surrender that bet and you get half your money back, I probably would have taken it. But you know, there was definitely some ride out potential. But as I've mentioned a couple times already, I definitely didn't think I would have needed the minimum number of weeks to, for that bet to come out after the zero and three start. Um, and but and classic trap game scenario for for both those teams last for both of the teams involved in this like indianapolis you know heading into jacksonville with the houston game looming and scored zero points and got like got obliterated even though they lost six nothing right and houston uh, i mean could have easily lost that that cleveland game just on paper right i mean they didn't they had control the entire way and it was never a doubt that they were gonna win that game and cover but you know, could have, could have been, things could have been a lot worse. Like that was just, that, that was a trap week for those two teams with this matchup looming. Houston minus four and a half, Bill. Um, I, I think you go with Houston here. Uh, they're playing really well. And Indianapolis, I mean, heck, they looked absolutely abysmal. They, they've looked better in the last few weeks. But last week they were just a disaster, and it's not easy to recover from that on the road. So I'll take Houston. Yeah. It was the Admiral Akbar special for them last week. Like just as you're watching it, you just kind of go, "Oh crap!" Right? Like if you if you if you'd bet money on Indy, right? Just the way that whole game here's was the going. thing though. Like I really thought they were gonna win the game on that last drive. Yeah, the last was, drive they put a couple of first downs together. Right. I'm like, oh my god, the Colts are gonna win this game. Yeah. 
and it, obviously it didn't turn out that way. Yeah, but they weren't going to cover, right? Like if you had bet, yeah, yeah, they, they were ne- they yeah. were never covering. But I thought mm-hmm. they were going to win. Yeah. yeah, when Luck got the ball with what was it like a minute and change left or whatever, you, you it was all there, and it's been that season for Jacksonville, right? You just yeah. exactly. I I completely agree with you when he got that ball and then he he fired a couple of first down passes and it was like, oh, here we go, he's going to punch it in there. Um, minus four and a half. You you enjoy this either way, Craig? Uh, yeah, I like the I like the Texans. Okay. Next up, a fairly juicy matchup that has a line that has moved uh, rather significantly since uh, it opened up on Monday. Baltimore is heading to Kansas City. Kansas City opened up at minus nine. They are now minus six and a half, Craig. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Um, I like Baltimore's formula for winning this game, which is mm. we're just going to run the ball. Like, Obviously, it's, it's dependent on the defense has to show up early. But we're going to run the ball. We're going to drain the clock. We're going to limit the number of times Patrick Mahomes has his hands on the ball and see what happens. That's the formula for Baltimore trying to win this game. And we're going to play good defense. So that's that's not crazy. Like I, I, I can envision how Baltimore wins this game. But I just think that the Chiefs, Chiefs offense has is, is too much. There's too many guys around, even without Kareem Hunt. Um so I, I, I'm not enamored with, with taking Kansas City. I think that the spread might be a little bit high. I've got it showing at 7.5 here at the book I'm looking at. Uh, that might be a little high, obviously, but uh, I, I understand why someone would want to take Baltimore. I do. 6.5 you can set your watch to, but the, the nine when it was 9 on Monday, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> right? like, yeah. like for a defense that good that has shown that they can go on the road and do stuff. Uh, minus 6.5 right now for Kansas City. Bill, what do you think? I kind of like Baltimore here. Mm. Um, I, I think they, and that's exactly what they have to do is control the pace of the game. Because if, if you let Mahomes control the pace of this game and he starts chucking it all over the place, they won't be able to keep up. But if they can keep within three, six points uh, for as long as humanly possible, they could win this game. And and I think their whole intention is to gonna be keep it as close as possible. So, so give me seven points with them. Here's what, the, the, obviously this is where you're running into something going bad. If Kansas City gets the ball first, they go down, they score. Yeah. Baltimore, you know, has you know has a, a drive that stalls out. They, you know, they they run it a couple of times, and a Lamar Jackson complete pass. I think Lamar Jackson should start this game. By the way, they run it a couple of times. Lamar Jackson complete pass. They have to kick. They have to punt it again. Kansas City's up seven nothing, and they have the ball. You're not feeling good if that if that if that scenario plays out. I'm not saying it will. I'm just saying that you're thinking to yourself, if the Chiefs get up 14 points, I'm doomed. Yeah. If the Chiefs go up 14 points, I don't think there's any way they don't cover. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm Baltimore's saying. not doing any catch-up here. Yeah, if right. they get up 14, there's no way Baltimore covers without a defensive score of some sort. They they would yeah. need yeah they'd need a fumble, uh, strip sack or uh, especially if or something. like Baltimore's defense. If if the Chiefs, if, if Andy Reid and friends have already cracked the code on Baltimore's defense in the first two drives, you're like, uh oh, like yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's mm-hmm. that's 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 the other problem. Um, <laughs> Kareem Hunt. I mean, not a good dude. Yeah, what the fuck? I mean, it was weird for me, and I jo- I, I, I half joke about this with you, Craig, because it was it was mostly true. But um, and you guys have known me for nearly twenty years now, and you know how awful I am with names. And if you've ever listened to this podcast, and I'm, I'm constantly getting names and stuff mixed up. So it was always I always had to take a second and think about who was the scumbag between Tyreek Hill and Kareem Hunt, and uh, 
I the no, answer is all of the above. Yeah, I no longer have that decision. I, like I, that, that is no longer a problem for me specifically. But it was kind of strange because there was a point in that game. Like if you watch that Kansas City game they had last week, there was a point where I swear, like I'm, I swear to God this happened. But it, it you know, perhaps it might have just been a fever dream that I imagined. But I, whoever was calling that game, I swear they had something where it was like that. You know, they said something along the lines of. Well, you have to applaud the Chiefs for you know nipping this in the bud right away. They 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 suspended him and then they cut him and they they cut ties with with, with Kareem Hunt so that they don't have to deal with with their organization. Mahomes back to pass, two strap drop. He finds Tyreek Hill, twelve yard gain for the, <laughs> for the for the Chiefs first down. And I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> just, oh man, <coughs> terrible, absolutely terrible. Um. Does he ever play in the National Football League again, Craig? I've seen conflicting thoughts on this. I know Mike Freeman wrote a piece thinking that he will. Um, Ray Rice, we haven't seen him, though. And I think there's a difference between Ray Rice Mm -hmm. and and the Reuben Fosters and Ray McDonald's of the world. And Kareem Hunt goes in the Ray Rice category, which is we've seen it. Yeah. And I think if you've seen it, you can't have that cognitive dissonance of, well, who knows what happened? I wasn't there. All that stupid crap people say about this sort of thing to, to help themselves feel better about the situation. That That's not on the table. We've seen it. We know what happened. Yeah. And it's tough because on the flip side of that, Ray Rice uh, had not been good for a year and a half, right? And looked like he was he was kind of done in. The yeah, he was he was he was on his way out as an NFL running back, regardless of that situation. Yeah, I agree. So, so. Kareem Hunt Kareem Hunt looks the opposite. Exactly. But, <laughs> uh, so I get that the talent is more tantalizing. Mm-hmm. I just think that what like, what truly kept Ray Rice out of the league wasn't the fact that he was involved in a domestic violence incident, because mm-hmm. as we saw with the Reuben Foster Washington situation, that. Yeah, doesn't really keep you out of the league. No. What does other... keep you out of the league though is there's a video. So. Yeah. I, I've seen conflicting thoughts on that. I think he's done, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I just think some team will uh, take a shot. Well, I don't know. It depends because this Reuben Foster thing is obviously going extremely poorly for the Washingtons. Yes. Um, as it should. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting. Uh, it's a very interesting thing to see going forward because, like, the talent is still there with that guy. So I just, I, I just wonder if, like, maybe he has to sit out a year. And that's where I think this ends up. I think if he is actively seeking to go somewhere and he does the whole song and dance tour in the press, apologizing and all that, I think someone will eventually succumb to the talent. Yeah. And, you know, I've done my therapy and stuff like that, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, I lean more towards that'll probably be what happened is he, we probably don't see him in 2019, but in, in 2020, he'll be playing for like Tampa Bay or somebody. Uh, next up, the, Always keeping themselves together, never do anything wrong. New England Patriots head to Miami to take on the Dolphins. New England laying seven and a half on the road. I don't normally say this because you're supposed to ignore the gambling adages when uh, the New England Patriots are involved, but uh, give me the home dog. Uh, Miami. Oh, I, I love Miami this week. Yeah, complete because like, hey, yeah, when the Patriots go down there, one of two things happens. Either it's closer than we thought or they lose. And the, Every and the, time. Yeah, and those were in the... Every the, time. When the Dolphins roster was much, much worse than, than it is right now. I mean, it's still no great shakes, but, I mean, they, they got guys who can do some stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I, 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 you're getting a touchdown here? Mm-hmm. Take it. I'm just looking at the last uh, couple of trips uh, down uh, down Miami way for, uh, for the, the Patriots here. Last year, Miami won. 
the year before, 30 to, uh, 14, 34 or 14 for New England. Um, Miami won in 2015. Miami won in 2014. Miami won in 2013. Patriots scraped by by a touchdown in 2012. Uh, the Patriots have beaten Miami by more than a, uh, a touchdown uh, once since 2011 mm. in Miami. Once. Yeah. Love. And there have been, like you said, some very bad Dolphin teams and some very good New England teams. And that's been the situation. Yeah. Now, uh, uh, to at uh, the Ducks' position, the Dolphins have not played a game in Foxborough. It's been settled by less than seven yeah. <laughs> during true, that yeah. same stretch. <laughs> but the game in Miami, every year it's strange, and I don't think this year's going to be any different. Give me the Dolphins. Yeah. What do you think it is? Do you think it's the, the, the nightlife in Miami for the Patriots? Those, like, uh, the... the you know, the cocaine and the half Cuban, half Armenian women down there for New England. Like, it's got to be something. It's just it's bizarre. Uh, New England minus seven and a half, Bill. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll take the Dolphins here. New England, they're getting that New England respect, and they haven't mm-hmm. played with that New England respect, you know? Yeah. I just, it, Miami's been a weird house of horrors for them. So I, I, I saw that seven and a half, and I was like, ooh, yes, please. And you know me, I usually, the Patriots are the one team that there's always like a moment of hesitation with me on the, when I see the home dogs. But uh, not this time. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take Miami. Um, next up, another home dog I'm thinking about taking. The New Orleans Saints head to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay coming off a. a Strange drubbing of the Carolina Panthers, as we mentioned earlier. New Orleans uh, stubbed their toe a little bit against Dallas. They've had a that was a weird extra, one. Yeah, a little extra rest. Probably pissed off, and they are laying eight at on the road. I still kind of like Tampa, guys. What do you think, Bill? I think, I'm, I think I'm taking the points. I think they, I think this might be one of my five. Uh, I I think I kind of like New Orleans here. I mean, Tampa Bay is is not good. You can easily throw on them. There's no reason to think Drew Brees isn't scoring 35 here. And I'm not sure the New Orleans. I'm not sure Tampa Bay is going to be able to score. You know, 27. Hmm. So I, I think I take New Orleans here. I'm. I think I, I'm, I'm staying away from this game, but I think I'm going to go with the Buccaneers. Yeah. And remember what we just talked about with the Patriots and the Dolphins. Yeah, I think this is the exact Saints Buccaneers is the same deal. Whereas one of these teams has been bad forever, and the Saints usually win when they head down Tampa Way, but it's usually close. Last year, the Saints, very good football team, lost in Tampa Bay. Now the Saints didn't have very much to play for that. But still, uh, year before that, Saints, pretty good team. Uh, they scraped by against an awful Buccaneers team. Uh, the Saints lost by seven to them in 2015. In 2014, uh, the game, uh, the Saints won by three. And again, and this this has been the case going back here for almost 10 years, where the Saints have been really, really good, or at least better than the Buccaneers. And this game in Tampa is always close. Now... For the most part, if you look at what happens in the Superdome, the Saints win by a lot. But the the games in Tampa are always close. I like the Buccaneers here. Yeah, I, th- I think I like Miami for, or I like Tampa Bay. Both Florida teams, not named Jacksonville, for the exact same reasons. I think that they'll play close home games. They'll probably ultimately lose, but I think these are easy games that they can cover. These these high lines. If you're getting so, more than a touchdown, you know, yeah, like it's home, that it's it's yeah. tough. Um, another road favorite. The New York football giants, you guys. Last game of the 1 o'clock slate. 
are a three and a half. Give me the extra hook on the half point road favorite. This New York Giants team is a road favorite in a division matchup against the Washingtons. The Washingtons, as we mentioned. Oh, it's Brock. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. That's, they're, 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 uh, the, the Giants team is... net yards in the second half for Mark Sanchez. The, this Giants team is not so bad mm-hmm. that you have to give points against Mark Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Like, that's okay. Okay, most yeah. NFL teams aren't so bad that you have to give points against Mark Sanchez. Uh, and I like... I, I don't care the Washington's at home. I like the Giants. For, I, I have this as a stay away. I'm not... I'm, I'm not... Uh, as you suggested, I'm not... Normally, I'd be all over the home dog, but I'm not placing money on Mark Sanchez in 2018. I didn't even like it, like doing it in 2013, but wait, um, I've got Washington favored by a point and a half. No, I'm staring. The giants are minus three and a half point favorites on mine, unless there's some sort of move. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this right now to see a couple other books here, but the book I've got, I'm looking at, I've got Washington favored by a point and a half. Oh my goodness. That is a, Oh no, you're right. I, I, okay. This line is going to vary from place to place. Oh my goodness. Is what I will tell you. So you're saying, and there's no way this is that's the Colt McCoy line, the one and a half. No, there's no way. You're, so you're saying you have some books where you can get Washington laying a point at home, a point and a half. Yes, you can. You can get a point betting against Mark. You Sanchez. can. Okay, so if you can find that, <laughs> if you can find the Giants getting a point, I'm very much down for that. I am not down for laying three and a half on the road at the Giants team, which is the line I have. Like I, this is a stay away for me. I'm because I'm not. You know me, normally I'd be all over the home dog getting the extra half-point hook, too, but I'm not placing money on Mark Sanchez, and I'm not betting the Giants as a road favorite against anybody. What do you think, Bill? Yeah. I, I, I kind of liked the idea of Washington, but honestly, I mean, this is not a betting website. I just threw it on CBS, but uh, it was showing Washington plus three, which um, – I think Washington's going to be able to move the ball on the Giants. The Giants have been bleeding rush yards, and that's kind of what Washington wants to do, especially with Sanchez. Um, but I think you face a stack box, and they're going to say, Sanchez has got to beat us, and I don't know that he will. I think he'll make enough mistakes. I think I end up with the Giants here. I, I can't bet with Sanchez. I mean, it, if you're looking for an argument with Washington, and this is I'm, I'm not advocating this. I'm just saying that this would be the argument some people would make. Um, Sanchez was supposed to be the backup. He'd been there for basically two days and wasn't supposed to play in that game at all and only came in because Colt, Colt McCoy, you know, his, his foot fell off, unfortunately, for, for him, and, and I don't wish that on anybody. So Mark Sanchez with at least a week, you know, to, you know, I mean, I'm sure he, I'm sure Sanchez was throwing the ball to guys he hadn't even introduced himself to in that game. Yeah. Honestly, he'd been there for, for a minute. And was well, Jordan Reed, off, Jordan so. Reed played on the quarterback of Florida. Just throwing it out there. Hey, why the heck not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Uh, Marquee matchup of the one o'clock game. I'm going to go ahead and say it's Colts Texans. I, I know Baltimore, Kansas City is. is oh no, Colts! Ah! I think it's Colts. I think it's Colts, Texans, because it has the division kind of on the line there. Yeah. That's for me, anyway. Yeah. I, I like that we can talk about it though. I, I, yeah. I, I like I like that we can can discuss which one might be better. Um, four o'clock games. The first one up. The Cincinnati Bengals head to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Um. Kudos to the Chargers on that second half against Pittsburgh. My God, in heaven. that 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 second half was so good that uh, I heard a lot of people writing whether or not the Steelers are in shape. Like like when when you 
have a a, a second half like that had like no. they had to the point where the, people dude, got it was pen the articles was, where it's like are the Steelers in shape because they really fell apart in the in the fourth quarter right you know you it was scheme yeah. it wasn't it wasn't who's in shape it was exactly. scheme the Chargers were able to find a variety of different looks when you run Keenan Allen out of the slot where all of a sudden I I've, I've, I forget I, I didn't see the exact I saw the exact numbers I don't have them off the top of my head but Philip Rivers was like throwing again with Keenan Allen covered by a linebacker Rivers was like 12 for 13 for a touchdown and 120 yards or something some ridiculous numbers uh how they continually got Keenan Allen mashed up against people who have no business covering Keenan Allen I I I just I don't understand it I don't understand it yeah like but that that's what that's what it wasn't because the Steelers were were sucking wind or whatever it happens to be it was nothing short of just irresponsibly bad scheming yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I just thought it was hilarious because I definitely read more than one article and had and heard more than one hot take of of you know are the Steelers you know are they in poor condition you know because they were sucking wind in the fourth quarter and I'm like I don't agree with that whatsoever because I, I thought it was just I completely agree with you. They kept getting the the slew of linebackers one on one with Keenan Allen and it's like what are you doing? And like and, if you're Philip Rivers and like no one in the NFL knows their offense better than Philip Rivers. Yeah. No NFL quarterback knows the offense he's running better. Like, maybe Tom Brady, but even still, probably not. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're Philip Rivers and you know you can keep finding a way to make that happen, mm-hmm. you're just going to keep going there until they they figure it out. And they never did. Yeah. it was. Plus, the Chargers could then start running the ball whenever they wanted. So yeah. that <laughs> that helped, too. <laughs> yeah, and they also had the luck of the, the long touchdown pass. Uh, the guy was definitely offside. <laughs> Yeah, like, like, well, yeah there, that that certainly helps. There was that <laughs> thing, and then there was the 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 three offside penalties by the. Uh, <laughs> it was a bizarre football game. <laughs> it was, yeah, like the way it ended was bizarre with the three false starts on the on the on the field goal when they, when the Chargers kicker predictably missed the first yeah. one. Right, fun game to watch though. But like, yeah. I, I to me, <laughs> like basically after the first drive of the of the second half, even though the San uh, the, the San Diego Los Angeles wasn't quite back all the way yet, I was like, oh, the Steelers are in real trouble here, man. Yeah, like the Chargers are just doing whatever they wanted yeah it was quite the turnaround chargers laying 14 at home against cincinnati bill jeff driscoll on the road (laughs) against Uh, a really good team yeah Yeah, i think you i hate taking this many points but i think i would i think i agree bill and you you oh god you know me like i'm not gonna do it but god like I'm, i'm really thinking about the minus 14 the Chargers' pass attack, obviously, like I said, very good. Um, the Bengals' secondary is a, is a mess. It's a nightmare. Their offensive line has had some injury problems. They can't protect Jeff Driscoll. The quarterback is Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> yeah. uh, A.J. Green is not part of this game. Like, it's a If you're ever going to give Hugh up Jackson points, is part of this yeah, game. Yeah, Hugh Jackson, yeah. <laughs> Uh, if you're ever gonna give up 14 points, this is this is when you do it. Um, I'm still. Not I think the char- like, to, but... and here's uh, here, like you don't even. I don't even know how much you need to go right for you to get this. Like, oh, you're like, oh, okay, if the if the Bengals have a good opening drive or whatever. Like, I, uh, there's nothing that makes me believe the Chargers can't score 40 points in this game. Yeah, I agree, and I am back on the Chargers bandwagon, but I'm not so back on the Chargers bandwagon. That I'm gonna just willingly throw like lay 14. This isn't the game that right? the Chargers wreck it. The game the Chargers wreck it is the Thursday night football game coming up four days after this one in Kansas City. Yeah, that's true. 
That's, that's the game where the Chargers are up 10 at the half and Mahomes comes out and he's just throwing smoke the rest of the night. Yeah. Like, I've, I've watched the Chargers. Like, my quarterback's been the guy who throws smoke the rest of the night. Yeah. I've watched that Chargers game before. Yeah. <laughs> Madness. Um, yeah, so we, we were all thinking that actually laying the two touchdowns might be the play. Um, I'm interested to see if anybody makes that one of their five. Uh, next up, Denver, your boys. Craig are heading to San Francisco and your boys are giving up four on the road. Well, you know, I said it a couple of weeks ago after the win against mm-hmm. the chargers. I'm like, well, they can just get by Pittsburgh next week. All of a sudden the schedule is Cincinnati, San Francisco, Cleveland, Oakland. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the San Francisco portion of that. Now the, the good news is uh, the Broncos are playing really well. Their defense is now the number one defense in the NFL via DVOA, which is uh, a nice thing to have. The Broncos are now fifth overall in DVOA. Three AFC West teams populate the top five on that particular stat. Um, <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a tough division, man. It's a tough yeah. go. Um, Emmanuel Sanders tearing his Achilles at practice today is not good news. I don't know if that particularly affects them this week, but it might affect them going forward. I think this week they're just going to kind of do the run the ball down the throats of the 49ers thing and, and go from there. But um, uh, I like... Uh, I, I like the Broncos this week. I think that even though they're have, you have to give up six on the road, I think that we've seen some pretty negative things from the Niners lately, and I think that this is going to be a Von Miller, Bradley Chubb type of day. You got six. Uh, I've only got four. I see. Oh well, this is a weird week for Lions because again, yeah. I'm the book I'm looking at has six. Yeah, uh, so four. yeah, either way, uh, I, I think Denver can cover. Because if it's six. Oh I'm no! You know what? No, I just I just refresh my screen. It's it's, it's now four. Okay. So that's bizarre. Yeah, I would not. Oh, yeah. wow. I've refreshed my screen. Oh, I just refreshed. Hmm. Uh, the, that Giants line changed, too, when I refreshed my screen. So uh, things things are moving quick here. Things are moving quick. So what happened with the Giants line? It's now th- it's now Giants minus three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Washington minus one and a half. God, yeah. I might have so had the connected. opening. I might have had the opening lines in front of me. Yeah, well. that's probably what it was. Yeah. Because um, I definitely would not lay minus six with Denver, and obviously that the line's down to four. If it opened up at six, that would uh, indicate that some sharp money probably came in on San Francisco, which I would like San Francisco at the six. I don't like them at the four when it's a uh, the four here. I, I just think they've way. had a hard time keeping Nick Mullins safe lately. True. And Bond Miller and Bradley Chubb coming to town like that's not that's not good for his health. Yeah. I'm. I, and I just defense has been pretty lackluster too. So. I know Denver's offense isn't exactly a powerhouse, but they'll be able to score. Uh, yeah, I'm just not laying the four. I stay away from me. What do you think, Bill? Any, any strong feelings either way, Bill? Uh, I, I think I like Denver better here. Um, I'm not uh, not too high on San Francisco. I, I think they have struggled as of late. I don't think you'll see someone put up 40 points like last week, but I think Denver's going to be good enough to get a few, and they're going to have a tough time in those third and long situations. San Francisco is anyway. Next up, this one's a layup. This one is an absolute layup. Uh, my Detroit Lions are heading into Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Uh, Cardinals coming off a massive upset where they were 14-point dogs on the road and outright winning the game. The Detroit Lions are laying three points on the road. This is the layup. This is the layup. Who you got, Bill? I think you got it. I... Tried to like Detroit this year, but I'm struggling. I think I got to take Arizona here. I agree, Bill or Craig. <laughs> who you got in this one? I'm going against you guys, if, uh, just wow. because I don't think the Cardinals are very good. I, you, which it the, seems... the, you, the Lions cannot lay three points on the road against anybody, Craig. 
They cannot. Cardinals aren't very good. But here's the thing. Yeah. And, and I, this, I went on this podcast last week and I said I thought the Arizona Cardinals were the worst team in the National Football League. I thought I said they were worse than Oakland. That that is a direct quote from Matt Pierce on this podcast last week. I mean, they proved me wrong with that uh, little Green Bay performance there, but you cannot lay three on a row with the Detroit Lions. DVOA still says they're the worst, by the way. Um, doesn't matter though. Um, I think the Cardinals might have won the Super Bowl last week. Mm. And I think this might have been a week where everyone's hanging around, having a good time, laying by the pool. Um, Chasing some... them off around. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get soft on me over the summer, Floyd. Um, <laughs> the point stands, though. I just think this – this. I don't know if this would have been a hard prep week for Arizona. That said, like, how much does how much the Lions players care whether they win this game or not? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not betting on this game, but my my gut was go with the Lions. I I no, I I'm telling you, Arizona is a layup here. I I love this line. I'm in, I'm taking Arizona, and I know it's 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 sacrilege and somewhat douchebaggery to bet against your the team that you cheer for. But I'm I'm sorry, this is this is this is a layup to me. I think I think the Cardinals can easily win this football game because the Lions, who have not been good on the road, by the way, let me just get their road record real quick. Uh, the Detroit Lions one and four on the road. I'm trying yeah. to think about where their win was. Uh, great question. Uh, no, because they haven't gone to Lambeau yet. They have not gone to Chicago yet. Oh God. Definitely a weak game somewhere in there. Yeah, so I'll see if I can yeah. find it. In the meantime, doesn't matter. Yeah, the point is, matter. I like Arizona. The point, yeah, the point is, I like Arizona. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, last game of the four o'clock. I said no, it's not. Sorry. Um, Philadelphia heads to Dallas. Dallas laying three and a half. You get that extra half point hook. Bill, how do you feel? Dallas three and a half. Dallas laying three to three and a half. You're sitting at. I will take Philadelphia. Um, I, I like Philly here. I think they Dallas. I've been low on them all year. They've been. A little rough. They've gotten better as of late, but I still think Philly is a better team. I've taken the Eagles. Yeah. Mostly because I'm pot committed. Uh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I feel like the Eagles are the play. Uh, Dallas is uh, flying a little high in their Superman socks right now, and uh, the Eagles coming in and, and getting them right in the mush, I think. If, I, if, yeah, if, if Philly's... Not going to get up for this game. Uh, that Lions win was well. This Miami, this game basically determines whether the NFC East is a relevant race the rest of the season. It, very very. If the Eagles win this game, then all of a sudden, well, hey, hold on a second. Mm-hmm. Um, there, th- this is not a done deal yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, the, the Eagles clearly have to win this game, otherwise, it's very much a done deal. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Um, I think that. The Eagles have looked better the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly on offense, uh, they're getting a little healthier in the secondary, which is obviously important because they were just really decimated with injuries at that spot. But the way it sits right now is if the Eagles win this game, they will be in first in the NFC East. Cowboys will be 7-6, and six, Eagles will be 7-6, and six, Eagles are the tiebreaker based on division record. So whoever wins this game is in the driver's seat in the NFC East. Uh, that Lions uh, road win was in Miami against Brock Osweiler, by the way. So, oh, well, sto- yeah. That'd so do story it. checks out there. Um, yeah. yeah, I like the Eagles. I think the Eagles are the play. All three of us seem to agree. And 
I'm willing to bet at least one of us is going to take the Philadelphia Eagles as one of our five. Like I said, pot committed. Yeah. Um, last game of the 4 o'clock slate for realsies this time. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who have not looked good <laughs> for the last couple of weeks. Um, well, I guess they look good for a half against... Uh, yeah, they, they, they lost. They had a nice half against the Chargers. That's true. Um, and they had a nice last half of the fourth quarter against Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, that's basically <laughs> Other it, than right? that, yeah. the last three weeks have been pretty lousy. <laughs> yeah, they head to Oakland to take on the Raiders, and Pittsburgh is laying ten and a half right now. You can't see me, guys, but I am holding my nose right now because I think that's what you have to do. I think you have to hold your nose and you take the Oakland Raiders here and the ten and a half points. Um, Pittsburgh, like New Orleans heading to Tampa Bay and New England heading to Miami, Beforehand, Oakland has not been a place that the Pittsburgh Steelers like to visit. Um, a team that is even better than them went into Oakland last week and won, but didn't cover. <coughs> um, so, yeah, I think you just have to hold your nose and take Oakland. What do you think, Bill? Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that logic. This has all the makings, though, of a game where where Antonio Brown has 227 yards and three scores, though. Yeah, um, yeah you know what? It does feel like one of it those. Could, yeah. I, I think you take Oakland just because of positioning, um, but I would not be surprised if Roethlisberger throws six. Yeah. I think that's how they get the cover, though, is Roethlisberger does have, like, a 5-6 game. But, yeah. Uh, but, man, the, you just... <laughs> You just have to hold your nose and take Oakland. Oh, God, I don't like it at all, but I I, I think I'm going to do it. What do you think, Craig? Uh, I'm staying away. Uh, I just I don't trust this Raiders team with anything. Uh, I don't want to give up 11 points against uh, for Pittsburgh on the road, though. Mm. It's it's pretty it's pretty ugly after do that. Jeez. Yeah. Um, uh, this, this Pittsburgh, I thought they were going to have a – well, I didn't think they were going to have a bye, but they were in a good position to have a bye, and now all of yeah. a sudden they're going to be hanging on just to, uh, to win the NFC, the AFC North, rather. Baltimore's schedule is tough the next few weeks, so is Pittsburgh's, and if they both go 2-2, two and two, we'll say Pittsburgh will still win the division, but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's an off for sure that Pittsburgh hosts a playoff game. That's, for, that's where we're at now. Um, this Pittsburgh-Oakland game was actually flexed out of the Sunday night game for this particular matchup. The Sunday night football game now is the Los Angeles Rams heading to Chicago. Mitchell Trubisky is, by all accounts, going to play in this football game. And the Rams are laying three on the road. Give me the Chicago Bears, you guys. Dell Bears! I love this game. I'm excited to watch this football great. game. Yeah, Another good flex. It's been it, it's been a all-time great flex year by the National Football League this year, I would think. They they have yep. had the stinky matchups. That, and they, yeah. They 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 had they had a few options this week because if they had flexed uh if they had flexed Kansas City and Baltimore or uh Houston and Indianapolis, I think people would have been fine with it. Yeah. Um but this is a good one too. Uh no, I love uh I I, I think I'm going to take the Rams here. Ooh. I know that I know that I'm giving up three points on the road, but uh, I think the Rams are are, are, are good, obviously. Um, and I, I just feel as though Trubisky's going to turn into a pumpkin eventually. We see so many of these games where he has yeah. these bad throws and these bad decisions. Eventually, those are going to lead to defensive scores. Like that's going to happen, right? Or at the very least, really good field position for a great offense in the Rams. So no, give me, give me, give me the Rams here. How do you think, Bill? Same. I, I think the Bears have been fantastic. They've been fun to watch. They're a great team. It's going to be a good game, but the Rams are just better. 
Uh, and the Rams, I think, are going to control this game a lot, a lot more. Here's what I'll say, because uh, the Bears are going to be one of my five. Um, home dog. Great defense. Getting their starting quarterback back, and we all know I have mixed feelings about Mitchell Trubisky, to say the, the most. Um, warm weather team coming to Chicago to play outdoors in the cold as well. High, high-powered offense that requires a, a lot of precision and... and a lot of stuff like that. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I, here's I, the thing about that high-powered offense. It requires yeah. a lot of precision the like. One of their other things they do is just, we're going to hand it to Todd Gurley a couple also times. true. Yeah, great yeah. counter-argument, Craig. Can't, great yeah. counter-argument. Can't, can't fault you there. I just I just think that this is this is just a classic gambling scenario of the Rams are going to be the public team on this one. And and I you just you're getting a great defense at home getting points. And I, I think you just got to – I think, I think you got to take the Bears. And, and I will because the Bears are going to be one of my five. Um, Monday nighter. Either way, it's a great Sunday night football matchup. Monday yes. nighter. Your boys, Bill. The Minnesota Vikings head to Seattle, and uh, the Seattle Seahawks, who have have just been s- such a fun team to watch this year. Uh, they are laying three at home. Your boys heading into Seattle to face the twelfth man. How do you? Uh, what are your thoughts, feelings? How do you feel about I. You know what? Even the loss last week, I don't feel like the Vikings were horrible. I think they've been playing decent football, um, decent enough to be able to get a win against Seattle. Uh, so I, I, I like the Vikings. I like my odds going into this. But you're right. They've been fun to watch because they've been electric. And, and those kind of teams, they can kill you pretty quick. Um, I, I take the Vikings here. I'm fairly confident about it. But I'm excited to watch this football game, that's for sure. It's a good Monday nighter. I'm excited to have Boomer and, and crew muted while I watch this game. Uh, or Booger, I said Boomer. But even if Boomer was there, I'd still mute it. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I like the Seahawks, Bill. I, th- I think I like the Seahawks, and I think it sucks because I need Minnesota to kind of run the table to hit the over. I just don't think that's going to happen because um, I, I, I like the Seahawks here. How do you feel, Craig? Um. Yeah, I'm. I I think Minnesota, but I'm not passionate about it. But I I think that's where I would uh, where I would go. Right. So kind of a stay away here. We got mixed feelings on that one. I I uh, Seattle at home though. I just it's it's a perfect line, right? Seattle just getting the three point home bump. Like yeah, yep. Vegas didn't have to spend more than half a second thinking up the line for this one. Um. All right, so that's it for Week 14 coverage. All that's left to do is to do our weekly picks. Friends of the Show picks coming all the way from San Francisco, California this week, you guys, as our good friend Richard Kaufflesh was able to email me his picks. He is going to take Pittsburgh. He's going to take Miami. He is going to lay the points with the Rams. He's going to lay the points on the road with the Giants, which... Is bizarre to me. I can't believe he's doing it. I guess he just is going, hey, it's Mark Sanchez. Fuck him. Uh, it's not unreasonable. Which is, yeah, not, it's not bad logic. I'm going to say yep. that. Um, and he's also going to lay the points with the Dallas Cowboys. Boy, those, boy, those are some square picks. Um, <laughs> but we'll see how they do. Uh, Matt Pierce slips into first place for, I think, the first time this year in week 14. Um, I'm going to take Miami as well. All dogs. This is a classic all dogs week from Matt Pierce. Um, I'm laying the points with Arizona, which I previously mentioned as a layup. 
Uh, give me Tampa Bay. I like them to keep it close. Give me Oakland. I'm gonna get, as I said, I'm holding my nose, and I'm taking the Oakland Raiders. And my last pick will be the Chicago Bears. As I said, I, great defense at home, getting three points uh, in a primetime spot. I just i am not going to pass that up. Uh, Craig Needles in second. Who you got? All right. Well, I'm going to go with a couple of teams you said, so I'm, go- I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. Give me the um, give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Um, and I'm going to take Houston. Ooh, one favorite from Craig this week. Bill Needles, uh, you're below 500 by one game. Let's get above it right here. Who you got? Well, what are Craig or I going to? Because I'm going against him on a lot of these. Ooh. So I'm going with Denver. Not that one. Sorry, you said Denver? Yeah. Yeah, okay. that, one, that one I hope you're right about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one we can agree on. The rest, yeah. maybe not so much. I got the Colts. I got New Orleans. Taking my Vikings. And taking the Rams. Ooh. Laying those... <laughs> Laying the points with the Rams. I, you know, I mean, there's worse teams to lay the points with on the road. Um, sure. Crossover Podcast available at thecrossoverpodcast.com, facebook.com slash crossoverpodcast, and soundcloud.com slash crossoverpodcast. At Empire 6 is a Twitter account. If you would like to email us, contact at thecrossoverpodcast.com is the email address. Uh, we are on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Five stars only. And as always, you do not have to download, but or sorry, you don't have to listen, but please download this uh particular podcast um we'll be back next week with uh week 15 picks and we'll be discussing uh what we saw in week 14 as well as we do every week with you two guys and uh, i promise everybody on the other side we're going to be trying to get some some other side podcasts out there because i i got I, I gotta get out to see fantastic beasts haven't been able to do that and uh still haven't seen creed 2 gotta do that so i i, I gotta spend a weekend at the movies is is what matt pierce gots to do uh, man, there's so many sh- movies coming up because we got Aquaman, we got that Spider-Man movie coming up. Still have to see Fantastic Beasts, the Captain Marvel trailer drop. So yeah, it's uh, coming up on busy times for the crossover podcast. Not a good time to have a six-month-old baby girl, I got to tell you, <laughs> in terms of podcast land. But uh, I still love her to death. Um, Craig Needles, Bill Needles, as always, uh, it was a pleasure doing this with you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Hey, see you later. All right, take care, everybody. Awesome.